happy birthday, Kenneth, from your best friend and best favorite podcaster, Nick Potter. That's just a free message if you know somebody named Kenneth out there. Uh, I'm doing you a favor. Or, you know, make it your uh, outgoing voicemail. You Why? I don't like know. 20 bucks for that on Cameo, Nick. We'll see. I'll be there one day. <laughs> Welcome to Very Real Talk, everybody, for another week. I just wanted to do, you know, I'm sure everyone has a Kenneth in their life that they love. Uh, yeah. And every Kenneth has a birthday. And, Corey, if you don't know somebody named Kenneth, you need to find yourself a Kenneth. They can just uh, fill that Ken void that's right. in your heart that I know you have. They can so do that. They can <laughs> do that. <laughs> we all are born with a Ken void. Uh, maybe some of us yeah. will find them. Maybe and some of us won't. That's okay, though. Yeah, I think that's a lot of people's journey is to fill that Kenneth hole that you're born without. <laughs> a Kenneth hole? Is that like the part in the plastic where a Ken doll's crotch comes together and they get to like yes. let the air out? <laughs> sure. Yeah, they, they, were, they were sort of, they were they sort of making a statement. They have to let the air out? Well, when you do, you know, plastic mold, sometimes you got to have a hole for the air. You know? Yeah, Corey, did you never experiment with the Ken dolls that you were, you know, just trying to check out that anatomy and I see, think, like, does it match mine? I you think know? you're all like, real. I think I'm realizing that my childhood is very different from all of yours. Yeah, I think we learn that every day. We're going to learn it some more today when we get uh, when we do our deep dive into your right. childhood and what happened and why it happened and what it caused. Oh, dude, don't oh. ask the question why because no one knows the answer to that. <laughs> Is this like the Corey like flashback origin episode? Yeah, I think we <laughs> haven't we done that yet. So. Should we do those now? Yeah. Hey, guys, I, I found time. this photo album. Uh, that's weird, huh? Let's just go through it for the next hour. <laughs> right. Yeah, man, we got to dig deep Corey so everyone knows, uh, knows your origins. So... <laughs> We're going to do that. By the way, my name is Nick Potter, host of this podcast, Very Real Talk, that you're listening to. My boys are with me. One of them is going to get a deep dive into their psychological just like framework. Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's go ahead and talk to him and just kind of get it started. I'm going to introduce my friend Corey Music. What's up, Corey? Hey, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Uh, But I got a question for you if you're ready. I think I'm ready. All right. Where was your favorite birthday destination when you were a child? Hmm. Okay, that's a good one. Um, I think when I was really little, my favorite one was the Pizza Hut that was, you know, in the little, the, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. I meant it was a fucking castle owned by my parents that they bought, you know, whatever. It was a Pizza no, Hut and, um, okay. it was a buffet. It had, you know, we got pizza and stuff and they had this arcade that had Mortal Kombat and all, all, all the fun games, and uh, looking back on it before Joey spoke, it was all bright and colorful, and now it's yeah. like Pleasantville, where it's all black and white and sad. So <laughs> yeah, we uh, we're di- we're diving in, man. You know, you might so have guess, thought yeah. that it was, you might have remembered it being happy, but really, it was really, really sad, and maybe that's ate at you all these years. Oh yeah, you know. My favorite birthday so. destination is uh, is uh, when I sleep, when it's over, dreamland, because that's <laughs> yeah. the only place I'm happy, <laughs> right guys? Yeah, my favorite birthday is going to be the first one in the void. <laughs> in the, in the ground. <laughs> the first one people celebrate, but in a sad way, when I'm already gone. Yeah, ironic <laughs> birthdays, they're coming up, you'll see. I can't wait hey, to get a see. beer on my tombstone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! Like Let's talk to the beer? boy. Just like regular beer, like as long as someone's there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the thought that it's, counts in this case. It's, it's Kenneth, obviously. He's yeah, oh, yeah. Spain it's your, he's your boy and mine, Kenneth. Okay, let's uh, transition and introduce the boy who wants, uh, you know, just to be visited uh, at his gravestone <laughs> on his birthday and have you pour one out for him. It's my brother Joey Potter. What's up, Joey? Hello. Just sort of facing your own mortality right now, buddy? I guess so. Yeah, we all are. Don't worry. Oh, wow. (laughs) Joey, here's my question for you this week. Are you ready? Yep. All right. When is Cyberpunk 2077 finally coming out? Um, The easy answer is 2077. Video game joke. Uh, you got me. It's also a title joke, good. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, I believe them this time, right? It was supposed to come out in May. Then it got pushed right. to September, and then yeah. they put out a we're sorry message, <laughs> and then uh, going to go November. because November 19th. November 19th? Mm-hmm. That's probably when them consoles coming out then. Uh, oh, ooh. shit, dog. I got the scoops. No. But, yeah, I, I believe them. <laughs> uh, I, they're not like a rock star where they can just, like, punt it into the future, and you'll salivate the whole way there. Yeah. Like, 
I think they're they're pretty upfront about just like the game's kind of done, but we don't want to ship a Bethesda RPG. Got him! Another video game joke. Man, Fuck dude, Bethesda yeah, RPGs. Yeah, they're buggy as hell. It. They're so yeah. buggy. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that video game has sort of become the new mutants of video games. Like, are we ever really going to see it? Does it actually exist? Well, at least that game has, like, posters and, like, advertisement about it. The new mutants just, like, went into a corner and died. And <laughs> but it also kept coming out with trailers somehow. Like, every, like, yeah, eight like, months, I just there saw... was another trailer with a release date. And then, they're, like, a week later, they're like, no, 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 no. No, sorry, very sorry. <laughs> every year on April 1st, they have a new trailer. It's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but Cyberpunk's going to come out, and I agree with Joey, because, yeah, Keanu, but he wouldn't back it up if he... He knew the coronavirus is going to happen before it happened. Do you anyway. think so? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's battling right now. 18 I mean, when he got flagged down for that role. <laughs> yeah, let's let's really think about it. I mean, Keanu is a Hollywood elite, uh-huh. and the Hollywood yeah. elites know about the people who run the world, the Illuminati, and all of that. Right. So, yeah, I right. think he would have some knowledge about when exactly the coronavirus was going to drop. So and he's a vampire, right and he's been around yeah. forever, so he was probably alive during the splen- the Spanish flu. So he knows oh, all about yeah. these pandemics. Yeah. He's got the scoop. He knows yeah. it all. So uh, He was also probably running a uh, pedophile ring out of that pizza hut that you were at. Oh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> oh, wow, you made that even... I don't even... Whatever. I mean, that's not even black and white. That's just... Someone forgot to turn the lights on. That's just pure darkness now. <laughs> yeah, <you>. that's... <laughs> Hey, as long as long as we're going there, you know, let's just go yeah. all the way. Just let's take me to the, the gay frogs and the, and the terrible. That's America's motto. As long as we're going there, why not go all the way? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and now I'd like to rewelcome back to the podcast our good friend Colin Sage. He's been absent for a minute, but baby, he's back. Baby, he's back. Yep. I'm back, and I have some grievances. Okay, you boys got okay. to uh, roast me while I was yeah, gone. So absolutely. get ready. Here comes your roasting. Damn. Boom. Nick, uh, you had unprotected sex. Boom. Uh, Joey, if you, if Power Rangers were the embodiment inside of a person like Weird Science, you would have unprotected sex with that. Boom. (laughs) Corey, uh, your impression of me was perfect. Never change. Oh, man. Thanks, man. Thank you. Uh, To to add on to, to my dunk real quick, I am literally sitting here scanning an image of five uh, Psycho Rangers that I'm getting in the mail on Wednesday that I've been waiting for for a month. So you're uh, you're very accurate in your roasting, Colin. Do they have I, uh, yeah. Do they have okay. Kendall holes for the air to come out? Uh, of course, because <laughs> okay. that's what plastic toys have is Kendall holes. As we all as all children know. Yeah. And uh, Colin, you're absolutely wrong. I've never had unprotected sex. My <laughs> wife told me my daughter was a miracle sent from God. Oh, so, okay. Real Anakin. All right. Very yeah. Umbrella Academy. I like it. Yeah, so, um, fuck you, you're wrong. Okay, does she uh, have, like, cool powers, or is she, like, stand over your bed, like, with a knife at night? Yeah, if Quinn ever, like, learns violin, watch out for that shit. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. How does she feel I'm about gonna... sand? Ooh, <laughs> ooh. Uh, right now, I know, just like Anakin's hatred, hatred for sand, I know my daughter hates to be sticky at all. So that might be sort of the catalyst. Like, his was okay. sand, but she's like, I hate, I hate marshmallows, they're so soft and sticky i want to go murder other children man if some guy well let me just take that violin out of your hands so (laughs) i think i don't know she peeled an orange she's gonna go on a rampage we have to stop her (laughs) i heard a rumor that you love sticky things (laughs) oh man great references colin i still have a question for you here it is did you make enough knives to finally defeat covid19 that's what uh, we're all wondering. Are you are you our savior? <laughs> Did you finally craft enough knives that we can go to war? Uh, well, you know, as I said earlier, if we're doing it, we're doing it all the way. So, uh, <laughs> yes, absolutely I did. And um, if you buy some more knives, you'll defeat the next pandemic. So go ahead <laughs> oh. to my website. <laughs> yeah, it's you'll coming. See. You'll see, as Colin yeah. would say. Yeah, uh, Keanu Reeves uh, is trying to put it in our water supply right now, but with enough knives, we can yep. stop him. And for Perfect. four easy payments of forty nine ninety five, <laughs> you yeah. can have a coronavirus defeating knife. Yeah, it's called Woven nineteen. Uh, yeah, Whoa. I hear if you wake up and just sort of swing it around in front of you, you cut through all the five G that's coming into your brain. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's whenever someone Definitely. comes to the bar and sits down after they leave. I just cut a knife through the air just to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, you're t- you're totally fine. Yeah, you don't even need a mask because the knife does all the work for you. Right. <laughs> that's right. what the scientists uh, say. The 5G, that's a strong enemy, and it'll wear your knife out pretty quick. So you got to keep getting uh, regular upgrades. Yep. <laughs> the um, battery of the, the knife, knife dies out. It, We've got the knife with the Lysol can attachment, and we got the knife oh. with the scope attachment. Um, so okay. you got so knife you go. DLC? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have knife yeah. horse armor. Uh, you can get that. <laughs> yeah, just get your uh, just get your knife pass. It's definitely and, pay to uh, slay, you know. Whoa, good one. Funny. Yeah. Do you have like yeah, a pop culture you, um, skin that I can buy to put on my knife? Yeah, it's the tomato guy or whatever the fuck that was. I don't know. I don't even know what Fortnite. you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. Fortnite. Like, uh, oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the tomato from Veggie Tales. Uh, well, okay. All right, I had that no too. idea at all. He'll I add mean, it to the okay. list. <laughs> yeah. That's probably one of those little uh, pop dolls. What are they? Funko Pops? Yeah. Funko Pops, yeah. For sure. Uh, and also, every... if you pre-order the knife, you get like an extra knife too. That's actually the best knife in the whole in reality. <laughs> <laughs> you get the one true blade uh minimum oh of five God. per person <laughs> <laughs> oh man so everybody listen you might have wondered uh where was the connective thread between all of nick's questions this week usually he tries to sort of weave them into the topic and I will say that I did a great job because this is another one of those weeks <laughs> where we don't have a topic. We're going to talk about, we got things to talk about. We want to share them with you. We want to share them with each other. So it's time to just have a good old squad dialogue, you know? Dia squad. Squadalogue. Squadalogue. Yeah, squadalogue. It's, that's Squad-a- the, that's the name of the episode. I already figured it out. Squadalogue. Squadalogue mm. is one of the uh, starter Pokemon from the next gen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Keanu it's, Reeves it's woke me up log. in the middle of the night and told me. <laughs> Hey, man. <laughs> Whoa, Pokemon Nick. blue and red pill. Forget it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, let's just, uh, you know, continue into the next segment, which is, uh, you know, our discussion. Take us there. All right, boys, I want to start off the episode by congratulating our good friend, Colin Sage, uh, for once again representing us on the television. Our boy went on Forged in Fire again, and he came out on top again. Again? Uh, Yeah, let's clap for him. Let's give him golf Uh, claps right now. Yeah, clap, 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 clap. Yeah, Not clap only those did he... cheeks for me, boys. Oh, okay. Let's get up. Uh, let's get up and clap those cheeks. Uh, <laughs> Not only did he defeat all the other bladesmiths, but he had to defeat the judge himself, David Baker. Right. He came out and fucking whooped his ass. So Which, if you don't know who that guy is, it's basically if they were like, "Hey, guess what? You're making sandwiches on TV." Oh, who's this? Is it's Gordon Bobby Ramsay? I have to make a better <laughs> yeah. sandwich than Gordon Ramsay. Fuck you. Yeah, like, he had to go up against the best of the best. Like, Dave Baker, he makes a lot of, like, uh, historical weapons for television, right? Yes, he also makes every single example weapon that they then use to determine what the tests are going to be. Oh, okay. So he's made every single weapon on that show, basically, that they pull the curtain from. And then they all have to be functional. And then he clapped his cheeks. (laughs) He might have. Right. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, we're trying to get in good with the TV personalities, Joey. So we're not going to oh, dunk on them. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, so Colin, if you want to, uh, I mean, you know, we can talk about this for a little bit. If you want to talk about your experience, or you know, if if any of you boys have questions for him, I, I want to tell everybody to uh, uh, where they can find it too, Colin. If you know if there's some place where people can find your episode, uh, Pirate uh, let Bay. Uh, to <laughs> find it. Um, I did. I sent that to somebody. Some poor twelve-year-old. DM'd me and he was like, "Hey man, how do I see your episode? I want to, I want to watch." And I was like, "Hey, you know what Pirate Bay is, kid?" Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I it was more of a joke because I knew this kid didn't own a Hulu account. I mean, maybe mm. his parents do, but he was obviously like thirteen. Yeah. yeah. Um, and as we speak, his parents are throwing the computer in the garbage because of all the porn and viruses. Thanks, oh. Mr. Sage. The FBI are on its way. What, yeah. what a waste of Alienware, am I right? <laughs> so some kids download a porno called Forged by Fire. we got to get that immediately. Yeah. Uh, 
No, I uh, we talked about that we were going to talk to you, Colin, about this. So I rewatched your episode today, um, and honestly, just like two weeks ago or something, I rewatched your first episode. Uh, right now, it's not on Hulu. I think it might be like a week delay, maybe. Some mm. some Hulu shows do a day, some do a week behind, but it's not on there yet. So I, I uh, went to our Google Drive and watched your uh, completely legitimate version that you gave to us right. to watch. <laughs> it's very legitimate. Um, no, I was just kind of wondering, like, the show, because I, I don't watch much reality TV. I watch a lot of, like, MasterChef. I just started watching, like, Love Island which is just yeah love island is fucking awesome it's just just fucking trash but yeah uh what i notice is like the show seems very straightforward and about respect is that like kind of something that is demonstrated on the set like is it very uh kind of like straightforward and respectful uh yeah i would say so it's it's almost weird there's so much um, I guess like respect and camaraderie mm-hmm. that the first time I was on they what they do they don't show you this so they um, you get the challenge like he says it on camera yeah and then when he's like and it starts right now <clears throat> when that happens they pause everything and then you all have to go in a room and they read the challenge to you on paper because it's technically a game show okay. so you need to un- everyone they basically have to make sure that everyone understands Right. What's happening? You, they have a camera in there, and you have to like raise your right hand and say, "I understand the rules." Uh huh. Um, and then you can ask questions that they may or may not answer. But so, it, so we kind of knew. And then you go back out and like get set up. And then I was an idiot the first time, and I was like, "All right, guys, how are we going to tackle this challenge together?" Yeah, like everybody's how, like, "Fuck you." Yeah, I was <laughs> like, "Well, they didn't say that at first. But I was so like naive, and there was so much camaraderie that I was like, "Oh, we're gonna have to like do this together." And like, yeah. what are your plans for the year? You know, how you're gonna <laughs> do this? And here's what my plan is. And they were nice enough, but then like as soon as it started, they yeah, they basically were like, "Fuck you!" And yeah. like <laughs> kept going. And I was like, "Wait a second, I thought we were working together." And then I was like, "Why do I think we're working together?" I'm gonna <laughs> this is yeah, a your, game show. In your first episode, right? You had to you had to make shit from a cannon, right? Right. Yeah, yes. and I, I remember you like trying to like get people to like, yo, let's like let's get this thing ripped apart, and somebody's just like ripping out spokes and, <laughs> and yeah, fucking bouncing. And the, and they stuff. just the dude just abandoned me. Yeah, like the guy, <laughs> we were working together, and he was just like, "All right, see ya," and I was like, "Oh, oh, okay." Yeah, because that was yeah. another thing. Like, okay, so um, so yeah, there was the pause there, and then yeah, is it straight up just like go, and then they have. Do, like, each of you have, like, a camera guy? Or is there, like... Uh, no, I don't remember how many camera crew there are. I want to say it's two or three standard camera. There might be four. There might be one for each of us. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. And then there's a there's at least two slow-motion camera dudes. Yeah, for the quenching kind of, and whatnot. Right. They just kind of float around getting slow-motion shots. Yeah. Yeah, and then, again, this the second time what was cool is because I already knew kind of how the flow went. So I was able to take time and grab some of the camera people and be like, hey, I'm about to do a bit. Why don't you come over here with me and we'll get this bit together. Okay, so it's still kind of like free-flowing. It's not like just 100% laser-focused on something. It's kind of – because Forge and Fire, like, it's more like, uh, I guess, Chopped, where it's like you have an episode instead of like a season. And you don't have like – like you don't get to develop like a personality over over course <laughs> over the course right of, like, yeah it's not like a, a master chef or something where you get to know these people over several episodes yeah so it's more so just like do what you have in the moment and uh they let you play with that uh do you interact with the did you interact with the judges that much uh so they there's more than you think but also a lot less okay so they have to keep it again it's a game show technically mm-hmm. and there's a lot of federal laws about game shows uh and fairness and things so they have they try to be um they're very standoffish okay. i mean they're nice but they're very standoffish especially the first time the second time they kind of didn't give a fuck <laughs> yeah. like, we, we've met you all before mm-hmm. like let, let's uh hang out when you're going to take a piss like i'm gonna grab you and Right, there Whatever. can't be what? any like perceived favoritism or anything, so yeah, they gotta kind of 
yeah, they gotta kind of back off and not interact with you that much to maintain, like, an objective point of view when they're right. judging. Yeah, but they do, one thing they don't show, which I think is interesting, so they can't, when they're sitting up at their judging table, they can't always see what's happening. Yeah. And you really can't hear them at all. It's so loud. Yeah, I assume uh, so, because it's just, like, obviously, you don't really hear it in the show, but, like, on... Uh, during your challenge they were like not like talking shit but they're just like he needs to be doing this or like he what he's fucked <laughs> you know like that guy's yeah, fucked. yeah and it's just and like you have no idea yeah you have no idea I, but I they imagine, so. they actually so there's moments like basically once everyone's kind of settled in the camera crew's like all right fuck this and the camera crew will take a break because it's union mm-hmm. and then you'll look <laughs> around and all of a sudden like everyone's just kind of milling around like no one gives a fuck anymore and that's kind of weird and then you see like the judges are hanging out like eating chips and like vaping and stuff (laughs) and you're like oh okay uh and then you can be working and a judge will just like come up and look at what you're doing Uh like two inches away like stick his fucking face up into your shit and then he's like hey don't look at me ignore (laughs) me i'm not here because they need to kind of see what you're doing and they yeah. can't see it from up there. And they, but then they're like telling you, ignore me, don't look at me. Yeah, uh, I guess <laughs> it's like oh, that kind of stuff happens in like uh, in MasterChef where it's like they ju- they can judge you based on like not even your finished product, but like how you did it. Right. Um, yeah. What steps you took and stuff. Because yeah, I read like work. like half the time like the food is cold as shit by the time the judges try it, so they just have Probably. to go off of like your technique doing it and stuff like that yeah um how do they do the i'm sorry i just like i'm interested in production and i just like the yeah you could tell like no yeah you're totally fine joey i mean i mean together um yeah but uh how do they do like the talking head stuff is it like completely like after the fact do they even do they show you like dailies maybe of like what the hell they want you to talk about or anything like that uh no, so you get there's two floor producers. Okay, uh, and each of them gets two people, mm-hmm. um, and then they just keep notes the whole time. Mm. And so I I don't think I saw any footage. Uh, maybe when I was passing a couple of the monitors, yeah. I saw like a replay, but they don't show you any footage. Um, so they just keep track of all the shit you're doing. And then when I did it the first time, um, it was kind of spread out. I was there for like four or five days. And um, you do a challenge, and then they'd get your talking heads immediately. Okay. And, and before there was any, like, eliminations. So they wanted you to not have be like, any. oh, shit. Yeah. Right, you don't want to be like, oh, I just lost. Now I got to talk for two hours about right. all this shit and be sad. <laughs> right, uh, pretend I didn't lose. <laughs> yeah, so they it was very, like, do your thing, and then we're going to... Um, your floating head and then we'll do the judgment and then we'll do another floating head and so it's long ass days because those take like maybe an hour oh wow person yeah it's a lot um and then but then the second time i was on they had cut production schedule way down so i did we did the second round um they eliminated somebody then we did the second round challenge they eliminated somebody, and then I was going up against the judge, mm-hmm. and then they took me back for floating heads, and they were like, "All right, let's start at the beginning. Let's start 14 <laughs> hours ago, at the, <laughs> after round one. How are you feeling?" And I was just like, "Like you just brought out fucking Gordon Ramsay, and then you're gonna ask me like, hey, how were you 12 hours ago when everything was different?" <laughs> right. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And they're like, "Yeah, we, we're cutting the days down, so we just do it all after now." Oh wow. So yeah, so the guys that got eliminated, they had to, they had already been eliminated, and then they had to go back and pretend like they had a shot. Yeah, right. hey, it's gonna be great. Talk like, because yeah. I mean, just even even without the mindset of winning or losing, I imagine it's hard to, like, pick and choose. Like this happened. How did you feel about it in that moment? Like just trying to think back fourteen hours ago or whatever, twelve hours ago, like, and try to like come up with something interesting <laughs> to yeah. say and like your right. perspective in that moment because yeah like i've worked on shoots and stuff and the end of the day i is another day from when we got there mm-hmm. you know yes. uh yeah so it's weird it, it again it helps if 
no judgment has been passed, and you still right. think in that moment you have a chance. So yeah. even if you're talking in past tense, you're like, hey, I think this is going to work, but I, it just sucked for the guys that got cut yeah. this past time because it was like, all right, you've already been cut. Now you got to talk like, ooh, this is probably a good choice I'm making right now. Yeah, <laughs> I will, no way like, Knowing it's fail. clearly not. Yeah, I will say, though, from what I remember, uh, the guys in the Super Champion episode, your most recent episode, had – much more like chipper kind of personality than the dudes that you were against in your uh, initial episode. Right. Which I think again was just down to personality. I, yeah. Cause the guys the first time still thought they were going to win or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guys the second time, like I knew they had been eliminated, but just were able to pull it together. And I assume that's why they got brought back. Cause they aren't just like wet blankets. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. The other thing, so uh, usually once you get your final challenge, you go home to your home forge, do your thing. Um, they just, like, send a dude with you? Uh, yeah, it's a two. It's it's a producer slash camera person, and then, like, their intern. Okay, like the AC kind of deal. Um, yeah, and then this past time, they let everybody know beforehand, like, hey... If you make it to the end, you're going to stay here. Uh-huh. I can't tell you why, but yeah. you're just not going to go home. Um, so uh, we didn't really know. Well, just going going back to it. So, like, when that happens, do you can you still only work a certain amount of time? Yes. Yeah. That's... So like, when you go home, it, I think it's different now, but it used to be that it's five. It used to be five days, and the first day was like six hours or five hours, six. For mm-hmm. one random reason, it was five hours, and then the next four were ten hours. Oh, so you and had you a lot ca- more fucking time. I I thought it was just be like, yeah, five days, but you still have 30 hours or whatever, but you need to, like... No, it was 45. Oh, wow. I, I think they've cut a day out, so maybe it's maybe it's 40 now, maybe it's just 10. Yeah, 10. Right, 10 all the day. way. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so was that what it was, like three days, 10 hours apiece? You had to, yeah. like, you know time's up get get the fuck out kind of deal basically yeah yeah and then they usually don't show it but you're kind of done with like an hour or so to go yeah and then uh, even in the first couple rounds i can remember everyone was done with like maybe 10 minutes and we're all just kind of standing there Uh staring at the camera (laughs) (laughs) and the producer's like hey guys uh fucking look busy or something like fuck this is tv what are you doing I'm like we're done, and it was like I well pick pick up a tool or something. What the fuck? Go, this is TV, assholes. Go smack an anvil. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? Well, isn't this interesting that you know we're all just kind of sitting here shooting the shit? And he was like, no, no, it's not. Yeah, because they I make it look great. like it was just like all right, three, two, one, and everybody's like not even like ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, down to the wire. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I uh, that was my uh, call-in interview of uh, Forged and Fire. Thanks Absolutely. I mean, people want to people want to know this stuff. I Colin w- has oh. just told me this stuff like, uh, you know, a bunch. Uh, okay, like, yeah. yeah. I will say one more production thing that they don't show you, uh, because it's union. Sometimes you'll run into lunch, and in the middle of a round, mm. you'll have to take a lunch. So they'll basically call it out like it's the end like three two one cut and then you go eat a sandwich for an hour (laughs) Uh, and then they bring you back out and you're supposed to stand exactly where you were and then do a countdown and start it back up i love the idea of like a director being like uh just toss a three two one and just for good measure just (laughs) over like the most mundane things yeah (laughs) oh yeah uh, yeah and but that's kind of nice hold on my wife's calling my wife's calling can we get three two one real fast (laughs) yeah yeah, I was like, okay, we we can't do this all the time. And then it's like, oh, I get an hour to like chill and kind of think about what I need to do instead of rushing. Right. Uh, something else I, I wanted to ask: um, when someone gets eliminated, are they like ejected out of the airlock, or they kind of stick around until the end of the production day? Uh, uh, yeah. Again, the first time when they had, I think, a bigger budget, mm-hmm. uh, they were yeah ejected out of the airlock. Oh, basically like, they were they yeah, get, they they get were black bagged and then they just wake up at their house yeah. yes <laughs> they, they basically they get ushered immediately in front of a camera to do their interview uh-huh. in case they freak the fuck out yeah uh to like get like oh man i'm sad i'm leaving and then as soon as that's done they like throw them in a van and take them back to the hotel uh, okay <laughs> this past time though the guys like they just threw them in the green room they're like we don't have anyone to 
taken to the hotel. So you're just going to sit <laughs> here for like four hours. Well, or you can uh, start walking. What was that uh, green room accommodation like? Um, the first time around, it was we were the studio was in Brooklyn, and the green room doubled as one of the interview rooms. Okay. Oh. The floating head rooms. And it was huge. Yeah. Like you could you could run circles. Uh, <laughs> second time, uh, it was a tiny little box with like and a bowl of M and M's or something. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like a mini fridge, maybe two couches and a chair, and a little baby table. And like you it, you couldn't all like it had to be like one at a time. Like one person <laughs> had to scooch by everybody. <laughs> yeah so they well it was just funny because they were in when they were in brooklyn they were like hey we, we don't have enough space here we need somewhere with more space so they move and then i go to the new studio and the green room's super tiny um they don't have like any extra rooms and then the judges instead of being in the building are now in a tiny little trailer that Uh-oh. they share okay in the parking lot and then those those rooms in the trailer are so tiny it's like a chair <laughs> uh, that they can just sit and stare at the wall. It's like a so, porta potty. So they're all, yeah. So most of them would just sit in like lawn chairs outside of their outside of the trailer because they're just yeah. like, I can't sit in that closet. <laughs> Movie magic. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, why? I thought you needed a bigger studio, and they were like, Dude, well, we're gonna we'll bigger. CGI we're in the bigger studio later. It's fine. Like it's not a big deal. Yeah. But I still feel sad. Uh, <laughs> all it right. Is fun- well, it is funny when you walk by and the judges like forgot to close their door, and you just see like this kind of famous person just sitting in like a sad closet in a chair, just like <laughs> staring at the wall, like maybe eating a banana or something. That's, like the, that's where like celebrities who that's like the timeout, like that Christian Bell video where he was yelling. He should have to sit in there for like an hour. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I they had to use the same toilet as everyone else. Like, they didn't even get... It wasn't even like they had a little bathroom in there or anything. It was Damn. Just, it was just enough room. It was either a chair or, like, a tiny love seat. And then right. that was it. And then the yeah. wall. You this isn't the, the elimination wall. of the middle class, dude. This is what Bernie Sanders yeah. is talking about. Absolutely, that's man. What, that's what that get... show's about, right? Forged and Fire? That's what it's, it's about Bernie Sanders, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. about the shrinking middle class. Yep. Uh... <laughs> All right, well, yeah, that's, uh, and really, uh, if you want to f- look at more behind-the-scenes footage, uh, go to Colin's uh, Instagram, Hippohead Forge. He put a bunch of videos on there. Yep. Yeah, so being sued to... as well, but that's okay. <laughs> no, this time was cool. They, I'm the only person <laughs> who's ever got to keep their phone on the set. Uh, and yeah, then they, you have to blow to get that to happen. Yeah, well. He had to be like, best you know? friends with William Willis. Yep. Uh, so... But no, they openly encouraged me. They were like, hey, you know, treat it like your home. Just play with whatever. Do whatever. And then it was a holiday weekend, so everyone left. <laughs> so there was like no, like, liaison. Like, when I had to, I was at a hotel, uh-huh. um, and I'm, like, super far away from, the hotel's, like, far away from everything. And I was like, what happens if I need something? I, I, I had to walk for, like, five miles to go to a Target to get a change of clothes. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Because it was like I couldn't call anybody because they were all on holiday. Yeah. <laughs> so I like forgot about us. Wow. And like the alone. producer. Yeah. The, and even the producers were like, hey, man, I'll see you at the studio. I was like, okay, how am I getting there? And they were like, oh. <laughs> all right, man. See you later. <laughs> yeah. So the guy had to like pull up in his Honda Accord and be like, uh, I guess I'll take you. Like get in with my camera stuff. And I was just like, man, this they didn't plan this out at all. No, God. <laughs> That's okay, because you came away with the top prize. With the the prestige and that $10,000 cash. Eat that $6,000 Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, and a regular business check. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah so... Payroll <laughs> check. You were an employee. Uh, but, yeah, Ultimate Knife Master Supreme, our boy Colin Sage. So, yeah, go, if you don't already, can you should because he's on this podcast, Obviously. go follow him, Hippo Head Forge. Check out all the behind-the-scenes uh, footage he shot, uh, and, you know, go find that episode. It should be on Hulu soon, I believe. I mean, it should be by the time this episode comes out, really. Yeah. Hopefully. I, yeah. That's so. what I assume is that it's a week, like, delay. Yeah, it's probably right. on Hulu Hulu Live or whatever right now with commercials and stuff. Yeah, I'm or just go check Hulu your uh, check your TV guide and see when that re- <laughs> when that yeah. Uh, yeah. when that episode's coming back out again. Because you know, History Channel's gonna replay it. 
Well, you can still go to your TV guide on your TV if you have cable, like an old fogey. Got him, dude. Got him. Got him, dude. Yeah. I don't know who I got. I guess I got the old fogeys. Paying yeah. $400 uh, for cable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I'm getting close with all the goddamn streaming apps. But I want to share this with you guys because our boy Colin Sage isn't going to be the only one going on TV because your boy is auditioning for the greatest game ever played, and that's Survivor. What? what? Nick, I thought yeah, we decided I... that that was Clue. Oh, you're right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, we did decide that. Very rich. Uh, I'm going to check it out. Yeah, you're right. No, the, the greatest live uh, game show ever, Survivor. Me and Blair have been shooting my audition video this week. Hell yeah. So your boy's going to be cutting it together and sending it to the casting directors over at CBS, and your boy's going to become the, soul, the next sole survivor. Wow, is it like a COVID-19 thing where it's just in your house, or what's going on with that? No, they're, uh, I mean, really, they're it's... just on a beach in Fiji, so they oh, can... Oh, that's probably safer, can, now that you think about it. Right, they can uh, probably uh, uh, quarantine us for, like, if I get cast, It should know. be renamed quarantine, shouldn't it? Like... <laughs> <laughs> but they can probably sit you in a hotel for two weeks, and they're like, alright, everyone go to the island, boom. What's the challenge? Uh, you're, you're living in it right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't be COVID-19, asshole. I kind of like uh, the fact that Jeff Probst would come to your house and, like, survive you. You know, yeah, that sounds cooler actually. You. <laughs> get, get in the backyard and sit there, eat that rice. I survive you. But he I mean, comes in. Cl- he's got like ten uh, iPad tablets like hooked up to his body, and he's like, "These yeah. are your other survivors." I go to everyone's <laughs> house, and then when someone gets eliminated, I flush one of these tablets down the toilet. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, if if I were to get on, they're not filming it till uh, next summer. So this is just the audition period, uh, but I'm crossing my fingers, baby. I'm trying to get on there and uh, you know backstab some people, Hell join yeah. alliances, get rid of those alliances, find wow. idols. You know, now, do see, the I challenges. imagine you doing the same thing that Colin did. But wow, guys, how are we gonna survive together? It's gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They can't vote us all off if we decide not to get <laughs> right. voted off. Let's rename the show Mutiny, am I right, guys? Yeah. Let's vote Jeff Probst off this week so we can all stay. <laughs> oh, wow. No one's ever thought of that before. But, yeah, me and Blair have just been, like, going through the backlog of Survivor. And I'm like, man, I think that I could do part of this. I think I could, <laughs> like, summon the willpower to, like, you Did know, you say be that mean to people. The audition and, tape? Yeah. No, man, you got to be totally, absolutely sure that, you know, you can win. Uh, when you go in there, you can't just be like, no one ever said that I could, I gotta prove everybody wrong. Like, they're not looking for that. So, yeah, I gotta be out there in my backyard making fire. I gotta be balancing things. I'm solving slide puzzles now. Like, I'm training. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, what's your shtick, dude? Like, are you, you gonna get naked? Uh, Colin, I don't know if I'm going with a, like, shtick per se. They tell you that they want you to be a real three-dimensional person. So I just took them through my everyday life. You know, watching Quinn, delivering pizza, podcasting, uh-huh. all that stuff. Sounds like a nice. shtick to me. I, I basically tried to fit into as many things as I could, like archetypes. Like, you know, I could be like a, like a, you know, a David, because they had David versus Goliath one season, you know, or I Whoa. could just be a, a, you know, a regular dude. They don't always need super buff dudes. What, what but I did. Da- what was David versus Goliath? Sorry to cut you off. What's David versus, was it like short dudes and tall Bible dudes? story. I mean, okay, yeah, it was basically yeah. like nerds versus like buff people. Uh-huh. Uh, so it was kind of, but it was more their personality. Like, I've been a David my whole life. I've had to climb every obstacle. And then the Goliaths were, you know, like more privileged people, I guess. My dick is huge. Uh. I slam puss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my day job. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a gigolo. Uh, next so, question. <laughs> I, yeah, I know we talked about this like reality TV stuff like way back in like episode three, like tandem coat. But uh, you know, if they call me and I get on, you know, I guess I gotta start. I gotta fulfill my destiny and start googling that hentai, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> The David and Goliath sections where, like, David's in the frame and all the Goliaths, their heads are out of frame because they're so (laughs) tall. Like, you never see, it's like Muppet Babies. Oh, it's great. Maybe I'll get on, like, a Weebs versus Chad season. Oh. And you'll be both. You you can be, like, the in-between. Oh, my God. I just stand next to Jeff Probst the whole time. Oh, you could be, like, the, the mole... Uh, oh. You could be like the mole, like you go in as a Chad, and then yeah. you you start opening up about your hentai 
fetish. Oh, dude, that's a that's what we call spinoff, my friend. Yeah, like, like yeah. you start infiltrating yeah. the weebs and being like, "Yo, I'm 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 with you, dog." Like I'm, I know about this. <laughs> I'm stuff Nick too. Potter, and welcome to the bowl. <laughs> like, don't yeah, worry, I got your I, back. I'm... And then you start doing push-ups in front of them when when <laughs> chicken's real. Like you. You get the weaves to take out the chads and yeah. because they think they're, they're taking over, and then you fucking you get it. You, <laughs> I'm like, I'm doing like push-ups while I'm listing all the character names from My Hero Academia or exactly, something. Exactly, exactly, yes, absolutely. <laughs> you're you're doing push-ups in one of those like silk dragon uh, t-shirts that kids yeah. wore oh, in eighth nice. grade, like the DBZ like t-shirts that are silk. Hell yeah, yeah. It's like way oversized. <laughs> yeah, it's great, dude. Or you know, everyone else is talking about um like who they're gonna betray like who they're gonna get get down with and then you just sneak off and you have a little montage of you sewing up a coat Ooh, oh a very, okay. a very large coat and then uh you open up one of those rice barrels and a man uh, pops out and yeah and uh you emerge from the forest tandem coat we're back <laughs> that's yeah no we we walk into tribal council and me and like because i gotta make a boy like there's gotta be a boy that i can trust so i gotta look for that but me and my boy are in the tandem coat and that we're like jeff no one can vote us off because we're two people so like <laughs> sorry <laughs> But we we, we might have made vote off one. the votes are yeah the yeah, votes yeah. are inherently split yeah <laughs> we've sort of made our own immunity necklace and it's called tandem coat it's the immunity coat we, yeah we made an immunity coat uh, we sewed it I haven't talked to anybody the whole time I've been here <laughs> hello but the problem is if you can't vote two people off then well, Nick two people also can't win so well no we're one person we'd win the million dollars and okay. then you know we take the tandem You're right. coat off yeah. Oh yeah, somebody I mean, served uh, its purpose. I'm stupid. But That's... but one of you has to rip up their social social security number. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who's gonna be like the Christian Bale, the real one for that week, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Corey, hey, what I... you're forgetting is two people have one when that couple was fucking and then they came in first and second place and everybody yep. was like, What the fuck? And <laughs> yeah. They split the money. Well yeah, and now I mean um Sounds like, fun. as soon as, like, someone mentions, uh, like, the idea of a power couple, the, like, as soon as a boy talks to a girl, someone's like, that's a power couple, let's vote them out, and they can vote it out immediately. Well, then so, don't talk to girls, man. I'm Hashtag, not, I'm, don't talk your boy's, to girls. Your boy's married, so you know, I'm gonna take the Mike Pence route and just stay away oh. from the girls. Oh, like, so you are away. gonna make a coat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mom wouldn't <laughs> like that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's the clothing. I, I'll just take like a big, heavy trench coat with me, <laughs> wear it the, all around the island, and then pass out several times. Yeah. yeah. The whole time, everyone's really worried you're going to be the naked guy for the season, but like yeah. you, you never get naked. You just wear a trench coat the whole. Yeah. Time. You keep putting on more coats. <laughs> it's like an intimidation tactic. Like, how is he not dead from heat stroke? Yeah. Like, who's the oh. biggest man in the room? Well, I mean, you, uh, yeah, yeah, you, you go from a David to a Goliath. Oh. Oh, they're like, oh my god, he's gotten so buff on this island. Like you became, you, you, it's, he became the one thing you hated or something. I don't know. <laughs> you, you walk up to the biggest, baddest beefcake on Survivor. Yeah. You look him dead okay. in the eyes and you put a coat on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like got a six pack and he's wearing like compression shorts and I just put a giant overcoat on. And the guy just like walks away, real confused. Yeah. Like that guy had a coat. What's going on? Like his talking head's very scared. Like, Every, yeah, everyone. <laughs> everyone's too afraid to vote me off. <laughs> Someone votes it, themselves <laughs> off before they vote me <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm like, do you guys know how many hidden immunity idols I can hide in this goddamn coat? They're like, oh my god, yeah, no way, we can't get him out of here. <laughs> I guess I'll go. <laughs> it's totally cool, guys. Me. Guys, I was thinking about it. I really think we should all vote me tonight because I can't handle it here with Nick anymore. <laughs> I'll take one for the team. <laughs> yeah, they're all fighting over who gets to vote. Who gets voted out? Oh man, it's, it's like Rorschach. Like you're stuck on here with me. People are people are at tribal council like putting hidden immunity idols on each other to like stay, so they have to stay in the game. It's almost play- like the survivor element is who gets to get off. Like yeah, <laughs> every time <laughs> who gets to escape. <laughs> every time they do that, uh, what is that night vision camera? You just see like this ominous shape in the background and like the reflection <laughs> off your glasses peering out of a void inside like 20 coats oh hell yeah dude. <laughs> hell yeah you look it's like, like a, a, 
Oh man, you look like Kingpin from uh, Into the Spider Verse. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, dude, giant, totally. Like, totally. Fucking yeah. Luther from Umbrella Academy with a gorilla body. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> right. dude. Totally disproportionate. Yeah. <laughs> Minus the hair, I guess. But whatever. Yeah, Nick. And if <laughs> and if that doesn't work, you got to start like running around like uh, what what was that fucker's name from Lost? Destin, Dustin. Uh yeah, d- uh, date date Damon de- uh de- Desmond. Oh my god, Desmond. Desmond. There it is. You start running around talking about Flash sideways. Yeah, you know We're where it's just like game. you're like yo, let me show you something, and then you take him around the corner and you're in a okay. bunch of coats. Yeah, and they're enlightened, you know, because that's how the end of Lost happened. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah, and oh. and then I I look at them and I scream that we have to go back. <laughs> Dude, you find out what island it's going to be at way beforehand. You dig a bunker in that island, <laughs> and then you start taking people to the bunker and yeah. making them like type the bullshit in. <laughs> then type tandem coat into the into a Windows ninety five computer. In a Jeff Ropes is Je- Jeff Ropes is like, uh, where's Amanda? <laughs> <laughs> we need her for this challenge. Also. It's funny because as soon as I start doing a challenge, I just can't. Like, I try to swim in all the coats, and I just can't. <laughs> Sink to the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> so heavy. Uh, way more epic. No, they look at you, and it looks like you're not moving, and then all of a sudden the coats just fall to the ground, and you oh. were never in them. You're naked at the finish oh. line. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's like a distraction. Like a doppelganger. I like it. Yeah. And then, like, five years later, they come back to this island, and there's a huge trail of coats and you're pretty much yeah. just Marlon Brando in Apocalypse now now. <laughs> <laughs> which uh to go back to an earlier joke which one of you guys wants to float off the coast of Fiji and scream Walt <laughs> oh. <laughs> I volunteer I, we'll I volunteer yeah, for tribute mind. yeah I just right. ma- I just make it the lost island it's great I keep calling like the other alliance the others yeah <laughs> But yeah, that's gonna be me. I'm gonna have uh, you know a bunch of tricks up my sleeve. I'm gonna be ready. I'm you know I've already lost eighty pounds, so like I'm just gonna keep losing it. I'm gonna be a fucking shredded little weeb when I get on there. That sounds great. Oh, okay. So cool, yeah, that's uh yeah that's what's going on in my life. Corey, Joey, do you guys got anything you want to talk about? Not Power Rangers? Uh, no, because that uh, okay. was the only thing I had to talk about. Is that I'm getting okay. this uh, sick five pack of Psycho Rangers on Wednesday, and Dude, that's what I'm living. It is for really right cool now. looking. He he sent us a picture earlier, and I'm psyched for him because the Psycho Rangers are badass. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, uh, Corey, what do you got going on in your life, man? I mean, nothing as exciting as like being on television or, or getting Psycho Rangers, but. Um... <laughs> I uh, did a new thing for me, y'all, and this is a long story, and got audience, this is some behind the scenes, because there's a thing that's been happening in my life pretty much since this wonderful year of 2020 has started, where uh, I got someone upstairs who lives, you know... Lives there. Upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> I got someone upstairs I provided who lives. In that yeah. location. And she has two dogs, and these two dogs are the, and one in particular, they're the loudest thing that you could imagine that could exist mm. uh, it's no, funny also, go ahead Nick. oh i was gonna say it's funny because i've been you know i've hung out at your place a few times and i literally thought she had like four dogs it's two but it's yeah. really just the one the one that's so loud and okay just to give you a description like um okay so to set it up for example the past couple of days since august 1st when she moved out that's quarantine we're going to tarantino the story a bit yeah she yeah. moved Ooh. out recently back to the the past like, i would wake up at 8 30 every day like it's an alarm clock because that's when these dogs came out and that's that's how loud they were like it wasn't really an option unless you're a real deep sleeper right. and it's to the point where even if like they didn't happen i'd still get up because that's my body's like well this is gonna happen or right. you'll hear and, and like you hear, like, oh, uh, the fluttering, you'll hear the fluttering upstairs, like, because the dogs are getting ready. So you hear that, and you wake that wakes you up, because that's loud, too. So it's almost like you wake up, and the alarm's going to come off in five minutes anyway. So you might as well just get up anyway, because it's going to happen. 
Right, that's it's, what, yeah, what my comment was saying was, like, they were so, that one dog was so loud, I thought it was several dogs. Yeah, it's uh, just the one. And then but, she'll, like, uh, in the morning, too, like, this happens, and, you know, that, ideally, you, I get it, they're dogs, you ha- it has to happen. But ideally, you know, you'll try to mitigate the sound. But this woman is the kind of woman who will yell very loudly at the dog in the great. stairwell oh, about shit. how loud the, they're being. Like a Lori Beth Denberg and all that, if you recall that show. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. like, where she is actually the bigger problem than the problem she's solving. Right. Um, like, Shh, like, I'm going to actually try to give you an example. I'd be like, Kate! Kate! <laughs> Yeah, dude. Stop it! Like, it's about that loud. Sorry for the editor. I try- I faced away, <laughs> but it's about that loud. Okay, guys? Yeah. And um, keep well. in mind, everybody, that Corey is a bartender and works very late. So exactly. 8.30 is very early. Like, you, yeah. you know, because some people might think choice. 8.30 is late. Yeah. But, like, he, you're right. a bartender, so it actually it's like waking people up at, like, 4 in the morning. I yeah. went to bed Before at 8.30 the- last night. Hell yeah. Or yeah. this morning. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Before the, before the quarantine, you're, getting, guys, you're being a real like, psycho ranger. <laughs> oh wow! Wait for those toys. Uh, before the quarantine, yeah, I would often work at like three o'clock. So this is, and that's my choice. I'm not mad about that, but I hate this fucking woman and her dogs. Uh, and that's cool. I'll, 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 that's my burden to bear. Not anymore though, because she moved out. And funny story, uh, when she was moving out, <laughs> this is a good story. So she was coming downstairs throughout that period. I think this is like July 30th when this happened, uh, right at the end of the month. She fell down the stairs carrying something. That's comedy, baby. Yeah, it's hilarious. (laughs) And because my door is so close to said stairwell, she knocked my door open because I had just come inside. It wasn't locked or anything. And I was like, (laughs) for me, it's like, interesting. Uh, Cool. This might as well have happened. And uh, she severely <laughs> sprained her ankle. So then I got roped into helping her moving out because oh, she sucks at doing damn, it. Damn, dude. Fuck. Honestly. So, like, I'm honestly, really helping my enemy. What this sounds like is the beginning of a rom-com. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. God, really this does. is the most disgusting. No, it's not. Yep. This is the Corey, beginning of, like, monsters telling Charlie's Theron, and I'm not Charlie's Theron. No, because you hate this person. You guys don't have anything in common. You don't have two dogs, one sounding like yeah, four dogs. Yeah, but she's disgusting, dude. She's a wildebeest of a person. Oh, okay, okay. But, uh, that, hey, I mean, she's all uh, that. You know. Remember that? Did she, yeah, you can yeah. see yeah, all yeah, that. I remember that movie sure. starring uh, Amanda Bynes? <laughs> no, no, hey, she, she's the man. That's the Amanda monster Bynes. makeup is Charlize Theron. Yeah. So I'm just saying, maybe underneath the wildebeest is... Okay. You know, a sexual partner. Yeah, because well, like you hate each other, and sl- then she falls in through into your apartment, and then okay, yeah. and then I'll give you that. You That's have to help good. her move, so then you start bonding, and then she takes off her glasses, and it turns out yeah. she's really hot. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. All of a sudden, and it turns out all of a sudden, she's really way hot. hot. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, I'll correct that for you guys. It was Rachel Lee Cook and Freddie Prince Jr. Thank you. Thank where you. she's all that. So. But here's like a good summary of why I think this dog is, first of all, it's like a pit bull dog in a small apartment. What do you expect? This dog is so loud. This dog's almost knocked me over in the backyard. Mm -hmm. But here's an example why I think this dog behaves poorly. It's because she's a shitty owner. So when she sprained her ankle, she then went upstairs after we moved stuff out and we fell in love with this romantic comedy. (laughs) But then she uh, went upstairs and I could hear upstairs, I guess Kate saw her and then jumped at her and she like, was like, oh, okay, and I swear she yelled like something to the effect of, "Get the fuck away from me!" <laughs> Jesus. And I was like, "Wow, that's why your dog behaves so poorly because right. you are so angry at it over something. It's not even your, it's fucking fault. It's your fucking fault." Yeah. Like, uh, I hated this person irrationally because I didn't know her other than the movie two hours that we spent together that Joey alluded to. <laughs> but I just like she, she sucked as a person. Um, well, yeah, we're, I, can't, I think I speak for all of us and all of our fans. Uh, good riddance. We're glad she's gone. Yeah, time of, my, time of your life, parentheses, good riddance. Now uh, can gone, blow which out is why I can shout so loudly. Exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, I can do whatever I want now. I can, like, right. even you talking with Nick. Though, wherever. Yeah, Nick's been here, like, and I want to complain with him so loudly, but I know how well I can hear what she's yelling upstairs. So right. with Nick, I was like, yeah, she uh, I fucking hate her and hope she dies. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I can attest, man, because we were sitting by the stairwell and trying it was to so write a goddamn freaking, play or something. Yeah, yeah, we were writing a play, and uh, yeah, I was, I was like, "What is happening?" And you were just like, <sighs> it's, like yeah, "It's like Jurassic Park. Like things are like, like shaking and stuff. <laughs> the water's rippling." Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, anyway, that's what's going on in my life. I've been sleeping for over uh, six to eight hours. Also, like five o'clock was another time when the dogs would go out because they would cause trouble. So I'd wake up at five o'clock a lot. I haven't gotten eight hours stretches in about half a year, and now wow. I, and now I am. So this is I feel pretty fucking good right now. Yeah, I'm no, good. Yeah, that's what's going on in my life. All right, excellent. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, and, uh, uh, you can you can, you can right. watch that all on Hulu uh, in a couple of weeks. <laughs> well, she's all okay. that. <laughs> I get the girl at the end. Spoiler alert. Yeah, our friend Corey's a real Freddie Prince Jr. type, baby. Oh man, don't ever insult me again or what? him. I don't That's know. Great. Yeah, I'll no, come back to it. Yeah, it's more of an insult to him, but because uh, he, dude, he's perfect. Got him, dude. I mean, I'm no, like, Jeff Probst, okay? Like, if you want to call him the next Nick Potter or me the next Jeff Probst, you'd be wrong. Because he's okay. perfect and I'm just a little piece of shit. Cast me, <laughs> Jeff Probst. Oh, all right. I want to earn your respect. Hey, send him a coat. I want to earn your respect, you know? Dad. I mean, Jeff Probst. <laughs> <laughs> me, and, me and Blair made that joke. It's like, should I call him Dad after, like, one of the challenges? <laughs> like, Nick, you've won individual immunity. Oh, thanks, Dad. I'm Jeff. <laughs> it's like it's always sunny. Oh, shit, there Ooh. are stickers. Yeah. I think that's better than the hentai aficionado is the dude with extreme daddy issues. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, why not they're both? I'm just they're always, I mean, they're always looking for that archetype. That's what Freddie Prince Jr. was, and she's all that, let's be honest. <laughs> it's hey, called Dad Like Me or something like that. We'll maybe talk out. about Psycho he, Rangers. He's all time. Dad. I don't know. <laughs> oh, he's all that. He's all dad. I don't know. All right, well. Get in yeah. the tribal council, losers. We're eliminating. <laughs> I, I like the idea of, like, determining someone's dad is through elimination. Like, Yeah. <laughs> well, he can't be the dad because he sucks. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So, But, yes. no, I got the DNA test. Like, no, man, you fucking didn't put the shit there in time. Like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. You're not dad enough. All right, guys. Uh <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Very Real Talk. Uh, yeah, sometimes we just like to, you know, shoot from the hip, baby. Tell you guys about what's going on in our lives. Psycho yeah. Rangers, winning money, winning prestige, uh, you know, uh, getting rid of your arch nemeses, yeah, I'd say. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I, uh, I have the most relatable story of the four. It's not memorabilia oh, or, 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 or weird auditions or... Uh, Excellent, uh, and uh, to Colin's credit, totally deserved. Well, hold on, uh, hold on. Approval on television. I handed Amazon money, which right now I feel like is the oh. most relatable thing. Okay, yeah, uh, you're talking to the yeah. macro. I was talking in the micro. <laughs> Everyone has shitty neighbors, but that's fine. Yeah, to your point, yeah. Joe. You're see, you're good at arguing. You're you'd be a good attorney, man. Talk to me. Hit me up sometime. I'd be like this. Hit him up for training sessions. All, all of my uh, advertisements would be just me sweating. <laughs> like, I'd, be, I'd be like, call the sweaty attorney. Ooh, you show up in jail. Sweat in and... court? Let me sweat for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you show up in jail, and then you're like, how are you going to get me out of here? How are you going to get me clean? And then you pull out your briefcase, and you open it up, and it's your Psycho Rangers dolls. <laughs> <laughs> and you just like gently lay them out on the table, and they're like, "Uh, we're gonna yes. pin it on the psycho range." And then it, and they're like, "Oh my yeah, god!" Yeah, hard cuts just... to me and the the my my client arm in arm, like skipping out of jail. Like you never yeah, know. Right. I can't yeah. release Turns my out... secret. It's just like I put the psycho rangers up. There's like a like. <laughs> like a, a yeah. an emotion of joy from the client, and then we're just skipping on out of there. Your Honor, let me be frank, okay? My client was not at the scene of the crime. This was clearly a crime committed by the Psycho Rangers. <laughs> they are the exact opposite of the Power Rangers, who we all know are heroes uh, that save the day. So clearly my client has been set up by the Psycho Rangers. I will show you and the uh, jury the evidence, uh, you know, of right. what they look like and how evil they are. And then you pull out your little dolls. Every time like, wow. there's a witness. You know what? That's not a bad opening statement because you yeah. referred to evidence on what he was going to prove. I can give it a B plus. Oh. All, all right. right. Every time there's a witness, you just put the Psycho Ranger like right in front of their microphone, and you don't ask them any questions. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Red Psycho Ranger, Nothing where were further. you on the night of the 12th? Your Honor, what, uh, permission to treat the witness as hostile. Hey, permission to treat the witness as psycho. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you, Your Honor. And you just knock it across the stick and just knock yeah. it down. Smash uh, cut to the judge. They've got a Power Rangers hat on. They're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the character in this, <laughs> in this story where, like, 
everyone thinks Joey's like he doesn't he just, he's a terrible he doesn't follow the rules and I'm just like eating my lunch going <laughs> he's the best goddamn attorney that's <laughs> like you watch your oh, goddamn mouth <laughs> oh man he's I, a real I, hot shot around you talk about that man with the goddamn respect around here you can get the fuck out the psycho that. ranger Turn. defense is the best goddamn defense law has ever seen <laughs> <laughs> it's because it turns out there's only one judge and he's a huge Power Ranger fan. <laughs> yeah. so, and then it goes to the Court of Appeals, but they're all big on the Power Rangers too. Like, Your Honor, I'd like to uh, use some of the evidence. I have a cameo from Jason David Frank, and I'm going to play it for you now. And the judge, Heim Saban. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Power Rangers oh. joke. Okay, I I laughed for posterity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right, gang, we got to get one last bit in there before we go. That's what we do for you guys. That was a good one. That was a fun one. That's what I want to revisit. Joey, I want to talk more about this uh, crazy, like, amazing, you know, uh, what's the word? Not profit. uh, 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 You know, the word that means you're really good at that. I want to talk about that, that lawyer idea. All right. I mean, yeah, Joey's going to be a hot shot, uh, you know, ace, ace lawyer, so... Get ready. That's prodigy, 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 is it the word I'm talking? Yeah, yeah prodigy. prodigy, the lawyer prodigy. There we go. Protege. Yeah, I mean, well, he, you'd be <laughs> oh, his protege until yeah. you know, obviously, the uh, you overcome the master. That of is. course, is so. your prodigy? You're going to overcome me as a protege. Yeah. yeah, that's why they rhyme so much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Let's uh, let's finish up the podcast so we can let these people get back to their everyday lives. You know, we get they. You know, they took. Uh, the time to listen to us talk about their lives. Uh, we want to hear about your lives. Uh, you know, if you want to, you know, audition for Survivor and try and go up against me, the best, uh, you know, do that and send me your audition tape, uh, vrtcast.gmail.com. Yeah, send sorry, us your sorry. coat, you know. Send us your coats. Uh, we'll see if we can, uh, you know, fucking tandem code together on Survivor. We'll make it happen. Uh, yeah, so hit us up at our email, vrtcast.gmail.com with all of your, uh, Pictures of your Psycho Rangers, uh, your favorite screenshot from... Send me uh, fan art. I'll fucking take it. Send, I, yeah, send Joey fan I follow, art. like, nine Power Rangers, like, Instagram accounts, because it's just like, yeah. oh, they're just making... They're just... It's just cool to look at. Got the colors, guys. <laughs> I'm like a Absolutely. fish, you know? <laughs> show, yeah. show me shiny <laughs> colors, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, send us your favorite screenshot from Colin's episode of Forged in Fire, you know? Uh, send us your, uh, you know, your pitch to uh, go on a date with Colin because that's what happened a lot last time. Right. Uh, they were just like, we don't uh, care about the knives you made, but you're a hottie. And also, uh, I know a new apartment that just opened up. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, you, if you're a gargoyle and you own some loud dogs, uh, hit Corey up. He'll let you live above him and fall in love. <laughs> yeah, you are, yeah. Gargoyle is a requirement. Kind of like that. <laughs> it sounds like the know? sequel. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Also, you can find our podcast uh, on our website, vrtcast.com. All of our episodes are there. Go back and relive all of the uh, the laughs, the lives, the loves, you know, all that stuff. Uh, also on that website, the other podcast we do, that's called Very Real Tournament. That one is in full swing again. So if you haven't already, please go catch up on season five because it happening now. Yeah, you'd be a fool not to. Reference oh, to the latest episode. Okay. Oh, uh, also, you can find all of our podcasts at, on all the podcast apps, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, CastBox, we're on all of there. Go over there, like, subscribe, rate, review, it helps us out a lot. Also want to thank The Thumps, uh, a great band that does all the music for our podcast. You can find all their albums on their Bandcamp, that's the thumps.bandcamp.com. Also, go over to their Facebook and give them a like and tell them that we sent you. All right, boys, let's get out of here. I got to start editing my audition survivor tape. Colin's got to figure out how to spend $6,000 on his taxes later this year. Uh, And, uh, you know, Joey's got to sit Indian style, uh, crisscross applesauce, I should say, by the front door waiting for his Psycho Rangers. And Corey has to live in peace and uh, and solitude once more. Oh, man. I really got to catch up. It's called a sleep debt, ladies and gentlemen. The boy (laughs) over here has got a lot of – he has no credit. Yeah. (laughs) Got to earn it all back. One sleep at a time. So – until next week, I'm Nick Potter. I'm Joey Potter. I'm Red Psycho Ranger. And I'm Corey Music. It's been real. It's been fun. The Psycho Ranger defense always works.
Happy birthday, Kenneth, from your best friend and best podcaster, Nick Potter. That's uh, just a free birthday message. If you know somebody out there named Keith, go ahead and send that to him. Um, oh, I thought you, you know, were referencing that's... an R.E.M. song wrong. Nope, uh, that's... Uh, that's. Oh, hold on, let me uh, take you, that again, because I said, said Keith the second time. I was, was going to say Keith. <laughs> Which just makes okay. it even better. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start over. Hey, ha- oh no, that's dumb. <laughs> Keep that one. <laughs> Welcome to Very Old Talk, everybody. <laughs> nice. Sell me some pants or something, whatever you're about to do. It's like that scene It's like that scene in Community where they're trying to leave Abed a voicemail and they just can't get the voice right. I don't know if anyone knows that but me, but it's very funny. Right. I know what you're talking about. I'm with you. Okay.